Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline you found prime time action with gil alexander and matt brown on vsin the sports betting network it is Visa's Primetime Action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip on a Monday night. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang out with us tonight for another hockey quadruple header. I love how hockey just pushes through with the games every night. Uh, we'll see how those go after four series are at 2-2 two to two after last night. We can't have all go 2-2 two to two tonight, but we'll see how these four play out. And then, of course, a double header in the NBA and a whole bunch of baseball. Two starting right now. The Panthers and the Capitals, Rangers and the Penguins. So, if you want the uh, if you want the Panthers as favorites, minus one eighty on the road at the Capitals. Capitals plus one forty five home underdogs in that one. And then also the Rangers and Penguins are going on right now as well. Slightly shaded towards the Rangers, but not much here. Nearly a coin flip. One fifteen and one hundred five is what we're looking at. In that one, we do have two more this evening as well. 9.30 Eastern, the Avalanche and the Predators. The Avalanche are minus 255. Road favorites over the Predators, plus 205. If you want the Predators as home underdogs. And then you have the Flames and the Stars. The Flames are minus 155. Road favorites, plus 135 on the home underdogs. So we have four road favorites over on the ice tonight. Over in the NBA Two games, one starting in about a half an hour. Celtics and the Bucks. Bucks are point and a half favorites at home over the Celtics right now. 213, 213 and a half is your total. And then a 10 Eastern tip between the Grizzlies and the Warriors. 
No jaw Moran, it looks like. So that is going to be the end of the Grizzlies there. Nine and a half in favor of the Warriors at home. 222 and a half, 223 is your total. There are two games going on right now in Major League Baseball. The Dodgers and the Pirates and the Brewers and the Reds. Both of those games are scoreless. So you can get the Dodgers at minus 220 if you want to play them. And the Brewers are minus 170 right now. Again, both of those games are scoreless in the second inning. 7-10 Eastern, the A's and the Tigers. Paul Blackburn and Michael Pineda. Pineda and the Tigers, minus 120 home favorites. Blackburn and the A's are even money underdogs. Seven is your total. 8 Eastern, Guardians and White Sox. we got Zach Plesak for the Guardians. Michael Kopech for the White Sox. White Sox are minus 195. Home favorites over the Guardians, plus 165. If you want the road underdog, seven and a half is your total. 930 Eastern, we got the Rays and the Angels. We got Jeffrey Springs, opener type situation there for the Rays. Um, Noah Syndergaard for the Angels. Syndergaard, minus 120 home favorite over the Rays. Even money, if you want the road underdog, seven and a half is your total. 940 Eastern, the Cubs and the Padres. Kyle Hendricks for the Cubs. Mackenzie Gore for the Padres. Gore and the Padres are minus 170 home favorites over the Cubs in this one. Plus 150. If you want the road underdog, seven is your total. 940 Eastern, Phillies and the Mariners. Ranger Suarez for the Phillies. Chris Flexen for the Mariners. Slightly favored for the home Mariners. Minus 115, minus 105 on the Phillies. On the road there, seven and a half. The total, 940 Eastern, the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. Got Alicia Hernandez and Umberto Castellanos going at it. Uh, Hernandez and the Marlins, minus 115 road favorites. So just a slight, slight favorite there over Castellanos and the Diamondbacks, minus 105 on them. Eight and a half is your total. 945 Eastern, the Rockies and the Giants, Austin Gomber. For the Rockies, Carlos Rodon. For the Giants, minus 250. For the Giants as home favorites, plus 200 on the Rockies as road underdogs. A seven in that one as well. So, Gil, our totals are seven, seven and a half, seven and a half, seven, seven and a half. We have one eight and a half in that Marlins and Diamondbacks game, and then a seven to close out the night. And it doesn't matter if it's American League or National League. It's sevens. Seven, seven and a half yeah. down the board here. Um official Monty Williams your NBA coach of the year that news came down this afternoon uh, he has won the 2021-22 NBA coach of the year award sources telling the athletic and stadium Williams uh, led the franchise to an NBA best 64 and 18 record this season talking about the Phoenix Suns of course that uh, reported by Shamstrania and for Monty Williams for some uh, they believe it's a wrong done right after uh, Tom Thibodeau won it last year some folks felt that uh, Monty Williams should have won it last year he wins it this year either way. And so congratulations to Monty Williams. Congratulations to anybody who had a bet on that. Uh, Monty Williams winning the NBA Coach of the Year. And then this morning, prior to that news, uh, Woj with the Woj bomb this morning that Nikola Jokic has been voted the NBA's most valuable player for a second consecutive season. Not official yet, but sources uh, told Woj that, that a formal announcement is expected this week. Uh, and so I asked the both of you, did the voters get it right in both cases? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, listen, there is a – if you want to sit here and argue with me back and forth about Embiid and Jokic, I'll listen to you all day because there's not a huge discernible difference 
in the two players, if you look at the stats and everything like that. But, I mean, if you look at what Jokic was able to do with basically a one-man team the entire season, I think that's what really does kind of tip it over the edge for me. And the fact that he is such an incredibly talented all-way player. He is doing it scoring. He's doing it rebounding. He's doing it assisting. And, again, doing all of that while being the only guy for the majority of the season that anybody really had to care about on that team. And so for me, that was the thing that, that really did push it over the edge. If there was no such thing as Nikola Jokic, Embiid runs away with this. I fully understand if you voted for Embiid or if you think Embiid should get it. There's no reason that I can give you compelling as to why he shouldn't have won. It's just I tend to lean more towards Jokic due to the situation. Yep, I completely agree. I, think, I mean, that's I think that's the way we looked at it pretty much all year. We bet it because of that, uh, really, that situation all year. It was – that, that, it's just simply, to me, if you remove remove Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic off those teams, I mean, which team is left with the worst record? I think it's the Nuggets by far. Uh, so I think with the, him, him dragging that team into the playoffs this year, more than deserving, I think that – Look, if you had tickets on Giannis or Embiid, it, it, it kind of sucks. And if you think they should have won, I, I hear you. Like you said, Matt, I think you, there's an argument to be made. Um, look, I, this is just one of those years. You, you had three guys. You're not going to have many years like this where you had three yeah. guys that I think you could say are deserving. You could even go beyond that. People want to throw Devin Booker's name in there and stuff like that. I understand why you would. Um, I, I just think there's – I that's where I have a problem. Any, anybody wants to argue beyond those three – yeah, there were some other guys that had some great years, but it was it really came down to those three, and Jokic, Jokic more than deserving, and Monty Williams. It's I mean I don't think we should take away from like what he did last year was great, and that was the same kind of thing as what we're looking at with MVP this year. There was three guys you could have given that award to last year would have been fine with. They went they went with Tibbs. That's fine. Move on to this year, though. He had, I mean, what he did this year was just as good as what he did last year. And I don't even think we need to take, we don't need to even add on, you know, what he did last year to what he did this year for giving him giving him that award. No, and did, and did it this year without Chris Paul for a stretch. They just kept winning. Six, six, best record in the NBA, let alone best record in franchise history. And by the way, back to the, the Jokic and Bede thing, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, the Sixers, Sixers ended up finishing fourth in their conference. The Nuggets ended up finishing sixth. The Sixers had a, a record that was only three games better than the Nuggets. And, of course, Jokic did it without Jamal Murray all year, without Michael Porter Jr. Uh, for all but nine games. Those two never came back. Here, here by the way, is the timeline of Jokic odds through the, uh, through the season. Opened at 15-1, to the third favorite. By the turn of the year, he was 12 to 1. A month later, it had sunk to 3 to 1. March 1st, plus 250. Now, remember in March, that's when I got the Jokic ticket because he sort of hung around plus 170, plus 180 for what seemed like an eternity. And he ended up as the minus 285 favorite. So, congratulations to Nikola Jokic. Congratulations to uh, whoever had tickets on him. I know we all did. In the end, do you think that? Him getting 2,000 points, 1,000 boards, and 500 assists was the statistical benchmark that made it a done deal, that nobody could have beaten him at that point. Because I'm guessing some voters needed something it like that. It probably matters to some people. Yeah. yeah. It probably matters to some people. I think, you know, we, we talked about it again, you know, a, a lot was just the the absurd amount of triple-doubles, like the, which, by the way, he is, he is going to not only be the all-time leader in triple doubles as a center he is going to obliterate that record he is only two behind Wilt Chamberlain all time at this point and 
he's still in his 20s. <laughs> so, oh, like, yeah. he's going to, like, be the record holder for center triple doubles by, like, you know, a hundred before it's all before it's and all doubles. Said, doubles. He was like fifty something. It was yeah. like something absurd. Yeah, he had, he had nineteen triple doubles in seventy four games. So more than one every four games. He had a triple double this year. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, next closest to Jonte Murray with thirteen. James Harden with yeah. eleven. So Nikola Jokic gets it home. Also, uh, golf today. Field set for the PGA, which is what about ten days away now. Yeah, exactly ten days away. Tiger Woods is on the list. He will be there uh, to compete in the PGA in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Which Scotty Shetler calls a uh, Scotty Scheffler rather calls his favorite course, um, and the New York Giants. One bit of football information today: releasing cornerback uh, James Bradbury after failing to find a trade partner. Per source, uh, move will create ten point one million in cap savings, while leaving eleven point seven million in dead money. So the Giants are making a move on their defense. They certainly had a good draft as well. In what uh, is a very anybody's NFC East, I think, by most accounts, though the Cowboys remain the short shot there in the NFC East. Uh, we will have fruit baskets later today. Those that helped us win uh, bets this weekend, irresponsible betting Saturday came and went, as you dubbed it, off yes. air. Yes. I hope everybody went unscathed. Oh, no. We have some conclusions oh. to draw from the Derby and Canelo and beyond. Oh, my God. That was my biggest lesson of the weekend. Just there's certain sports that it just came home time and time again that will tell you, don't bet this sport because we'll talk about all that. Congratulations to anybody who had Rich Strike, though. Richard Strike. Yes. Is your winner. Yeah. We had a couple people on the crew with tickets. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, who's this? Who's this right here? That's Ryan. We'll hit it after the break. Oh, my goodness gracious. Coming back. Beeson's primetime action. Prop Watch next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. 
We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. With Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. We let you know, of course, earlier that John Morant out of the lineup tonight for the Grizzlies against the Warriors. Ergo, the very large spread as people try to make Jordan Poole out to be Jack Tatum. It's all reference. It's all football reference, <laughs> Kelly, is what that is. Um, but there is another bit of NBA injury news of note. Kelly, what do you got here? Yeah, Robert Williams will be out tonight for the uh, Celtics. Uh, so that will we, – we've only seen that. So it's, the line's only moved about a half point or not at all. But Robert Williams out tonight for the Celtics. Grant Williams uh, will get the start down low for them. And then, yeah, John Moran, not, not officially ruled out yet. Didn't take part in shoot-around um, today. Just saw a note come across from one of the Grizzlies reporters that caught up with Taylor Jenkins. Uh, he said that Morant underwent an MRI, but he won't say the results. Asked if Morant will try to warm up before the game. Jenkins said, "Still to be determined." So a oh, lot of these okay. coaches. So never mind that. Yeah, we, we don't know if he's we don't know if if he's a go or not yet. It, it sounds like a lot of these coaches just probably trying to play mind games with each other. Who, who knows? But uh, that's what we know as of right now. We'll keep you updated on the John Morant stuff uh, throughout the show. JVT, when we brought up this morning, said he wouldn't be surprised if Ja just showed up randomly to play in this game. I don't I don't know that I'd be shocked either, but. It was – you don't want to speculate on injuries because the guy's had one before, but it was – I don't know. It didn't look that bad to me. No, it didn't. But like I said, they're trying to make Jordan Poole out to be the worst human being on earth. It's pretty fascinating. That, the one thing – like, I mean, I could talk about this for an hour. I'm sure you could too, Gil. But, like, that, that is not even a controversial play. It's unbelievable. If the Dylan Brooks uh, foul does not occur earlier in the series. And Steve like, Kerr we're not even talking about Steve Kerr this. doesn't say the code stuff. Yes, exactly. We're yeah. not even talking about this one if that didn't happen earlier in the series. That, that's all – if, if the – even – I even think if the, if the whole code thing had not yep. been brought up, then this would be a, a, a non-issue. But since they went there and we're trying to say that, like, the unwritten rules were broken and yeah. all that, then now, yes, now we've got to make everything a thing. Yeah. Well, let's, as we brought up the Derby, can we congratulate Ryan behind yeah, the scenes? Yeah, Ryan, our graphics uh, producer here, in a nice little uh, so the betting at a sports book. So he didn't even get the shortened, you know, paramutual odds because I think he went off at, like, 80 to 1, yeah, 80. right? Yeah. 
So he got a nice, what was it, 150? I can't even see. 150 yeah, to 1. Yeah, yeah 150 that's some, to 1. Some on. good fixed odds right there. Yeah, good fixed odds. A little $5. Turn that into a 750. Good variety. Five United States dollars. Bango, 750. I mean, this is, this is why, I mean, the race we all kind of went over last week. I mean, it was our annual donation to the sports book. Yep. So, like, or, you know, at least mine. It's my it's my annual donation sports book. Here you go. Here's your money. Please post more draft stuff next well, year is my request. About, let's talk about what's dangerous. You can bet on the Boyd app. Paramutual. Oh. So you were so my account has a lot less money in it today. <laughs> than it you were constantly scooping up better odds <laughs> than it did. thinking you were. Oh, than it did. Well, no, because it's just like you can bet all these trifecta boxes and like you you oh, you, no. you were just betting the fixed odds. Yeah, like I most just bet of, the fixed odds. You, but there's an actual race book yeah. within the Boyd app. Wow, I didn't even look there. And so I was all the exacta boxes and trifecta boxes, and then the next thing you know, you're throwing in a few superfectas and this, that, and the other. <laughs> and, then you, and then you looked up, and you're just like, oh, that's a lot of money that I've, actually, that, I've, that I've spent that I did not even have to go in and look to see because I knew I had exactly zero shares the year? of Rich Strike. So I didn't even have to sweat it. Like, I had a list. I mean, <laughs> it was, I was scrolling for days. So I looked at, like, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And I'm, like, scrolling. I just have bets. Like you could do like five fingers worth of bets, like whatever. <laughs> and I didn't have to even like, even go in. Like I didn't even have to like go in and look because I knew I had zero shares of rich strike. So it wasn't even Matt a... Brown did more Kentucky Derby prep than he ever has before. Well, so. can we just can we just say this? Because we we texted this back and forth afterwards. We said it before, so it's not like we're saying it after just out of the blue. Yeah. But and every horse expert of last week will say will tell you this as well. That is if some other underdog for some other long shot I should say won this race maybe there was some daily racing form basis for it maybe there was something in the horse's pedigree I don't know they would be okay with it but the notion that this horse that wasn't even in the race until two scratches not just one scratches (laughs) needed two two scratches to get in (laughs) and and honestly like if you could live bet a horse race when they were when they were making the final turn you could have probably gotten, if this was like a basketball or a football game, you could have probably gotten 1,000 to 1 on that horse at that moment because <laughs> yep. that horse was in the way back. And here's how you know it was ridiculous. The track announcer did not say the words rich and strike until three seconds before the end because even he was like, what yeah. in the world is happening? He hit like the turbo boosters. Like, yeah, Matt and I were three. talking about a pre-show. Yeah. It, it, Burst out of a cannon. Like, it was, it but, takes everything. We know, like, a lane's got to open. The jockey hit the lane. Yep. But, like, he looked like not only the fastest horse out there, looked like they had the best jockey out there, and the horse was ready to go for another mile <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> he was ready to he fight everybody the other horses. Yeah. Well, the, the big, the two that were up front, which were to a couple of the short shots, they had gone to that, that first quarter pace was the fastest in Derby history. They were gassed. And, that it did it did open for for Rich Strike. Jockey made one great move, and that's the end of that. I was laughing so, so hard. So, so I guess the, what I'm trying to say is there was no basis on which you could. And, and there's made a that reason bet. why we were saying like right. we strictly bet it for fun. Yep. We highly recommend you just bet it for fun yep. because look, the horse was in the race for 30 hours. Yeah. Like he needed two scratches, and the trainer. The jockey never, never won a stakes race before. Like, every single thing, like like that, you could possibly have against. And it this. occurs to me that people who are listening, somebody, somebody, will be like, "What do you mean? We're we're not saying not a congratulations to those who won. Congratulations no, to everybody no, who won. Awesome, Mazel Tov to yes. you. Yes, however you want to say it. 
but let's not act like no i mean yeah. look started in the 20 gate you can't win from the 20 <laughs> gate. Like, right. like there's literally every single everything thing like in this whole do. in the whole world yeah. and then you go down this list of the finishers and this is weird i'm not just going to sit here and crap on this horse racing handicapper stuff but so yes epicenter and zandon two of the favorites but then you get fourth simplification did anyone mention what did anyone even nope. say that horse's name on this program nope. the Some, whole week somebody did on a numbers game somebody donegal couldn't because he was in the one hole that could, couldn't Not couldn't Peter do Ford it had yeah. whatever yeah. five barber road no one said barber road nobody, that horse didn't even exist like that, 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 that didn't even exist seven <laughs> tawny port who even knew that horse was in the race like no no one knew that horse was in the race like so i'm just oh, saying it's, it, it's tawny port. We, we do all this stuff we do all whatever it's like just bet it for fun have fun it's a t- it's two minutes long what you know like let's not we'll be back for a full preakness analysis in two weeks <laughs> is what we're trying to say <laughs> full preakness analysis by the way, what are the odds on this horse winning the Triple Crown? I haven't seen those yet. Got to be ridiculous. It's got to. It's. I mean, so <laughs> I'll find it. The we're we're sitting here though, you know, two dollar exacta, forty one hundred bucks. A dollar trifecta was fourteen k, and then and then the superfecta is over three hundred thousand dollars. Like, yeah. come on, ladies and gentlemen. On that note, it's time for prop watch. <sighs> Celtics and Bucks, eight minutes away. Bucks trying to go up three to one. Celtics trying to even it up at two apiece. Giannis, 31 and a half, 13 and a half. His double double numbers. Jason Tatum at 28 and a half. Jalen Brown, 25 and a half. Drew, 21 and a half. And you see everybody else on the screen. What do you like? I would only, could only, and I bet you this number is not right anymore on the overs on Giannis because with no Robert Williams. Kelly, there's multiple things here. One, Robert Williams being a very good defender as it is, being a big body. And two, they're down now a big body. You you are going to have Giannis, I'm not going to say doing almost anything he wants to here, but if he's not just scoring easy at the bucket, he is going to live at the free throw line. I mean, like there, yeah. there's just going to be so many fouls on him. I wish you could. I wish you could take an over under on what his free throw attempts is going to be tonight because I, uh, I would play the over on whatever number they posted. Yeah, I I haven't bet that, but that was my initial reaction. I was kind of running up here for the show when I yeah. saw the Robert Williams news. You, you're right. That is the the biggest thing you could automatically link this to is is how it's going to affect Giannis. And I, I mean, if you watched last game, you probably thought, okay, this whole Milwaukee strategy of just letting Giannis. I mean, the iso ball with Giannis, get into the lane and make something happen. It's it's what they keep going back to all the time. And my thought was, okay, the, you escaped game three. You're going to have to make some adjustments. So that's not your only offense in game four. But with Robert Williams out of the game, there's no reason to try to mix it up anymore. So I, I'm with you, Matt. I think it means even more Giannis, even more Giannis in the lane. And I think I'm probably going to bet that after we get done with this segment, actually. And the one bet I did make tonight is on this game, is a prop on this game. I went over one and a half uh, three-pointers on Al Horford. This is just strictly we talk about volume when it comes to threes. Yeah. Matt. This this is a different series for how they're u- using Al Horford. He's playing more because they need his defense. He's going to play more even probably now tonight, now that Robert Williams is out. And on offense, he ends up sitting out on the perimeter and chucking up threes. He's got he's shot nine, seven, and five are his attempts this series. So over one and a half, I had to lay some juice for this, but over one and a half threes is the one prop I did play on this game tonight. 
Also saw you snuck in a uh, tomorrow night. Suns are going to get every call minus five play. Exactly. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, I, I, I bought it down from five and a half last night on the opener uh, to five. Had to pay a little juice for that, but I knew this line was going to rise. It's about six everywhere now. So I think the Suns are going to, yes, bounce back, probably get every call. Chris Paul will probably be very vocal about that tomorrow night, Gil. Uh, but yeah, I like that play tomorrow night. Okay, we'll come back. We'll uh, take a brief look at the Grizzlies Warriors props. Assuming no jaw, I believe those props are the grid that we have anyway and then we'll do fruit baskets those who helped us win bets this past weekend it's Beeson's primetime action you are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network the VEASAN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July the next few months is going to be filled with the best betting content in the business Right here at Visa.com. Subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, and Andy McNeil, the star of Canada. Break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of NFL pre uh, preseason coverage when the time comes, not to mention continued best bets, premium articles as well, covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. The full VEASAN experience at your disposal, featuring daily best bets, an email that is with all of them. Every edition of Point Spread Weekly. Use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. Cost is only fifty nine American dollars. Seventy six seventy eight Canadian doll strong. <laughs> there you go. All of that to be a subscriber through July thirty first. Sign up now. Vison.com slash spring. Rangers are up on the Penguins one to nothing. Um, but I think what we're getting is a possible two two man advantage for for Pittsburgh. They're reviewing to make sure if that's the case or not. Oh, no, they're checking to see if there was a goalie. Interf- uh, uh, they're, they're reviewing something. Let's put it that way. One to nothing Rangers. But they're saying, oh, the puck may have crossed the goal line. So it could be one to one. We'll see. And uh, the Caps up on the Florida Panthers. One to nothing. TJ Oshie puts the biscuit in the basket. Caps trying to take a three to one lead over the Eastern Conference number one seed. Fruit baskets, y'all. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. Kelly Moe, you want to do the uh, first one, Your Honor? Yeah, I just built this for all three of us. Uh, Nikola Jokic, thank you for cashing MVP bets for all three of us. Reportedly, I guess I should say that. The, the, hopefully yes. this isn't a, uh, an early fruit basket. Hey, Woj ain't putting that out <laughs> if, if, it's, if it ain't a done deal. So uh, is, but yeah. Is Monty Williams a, official? That's official. That's official. That's official. But Jokic yes. still reportedly. Yeah, so don't yeah. don't check your accounts yet. I don't right. think you're going to see it graded yet. But Jokic reportedly your MVP. 14 to 1 for me, 14 to 1 for you, right, Matt? Gil, you hopped on it a couple times later, but still racked up the bets. Big cash for the primetime action. Large. Let's go. There you go. All right, man. That makes me feel uh, a little bit better about uh, the shenanigans that went on in the in the, in the Kentucky Derby. Oh, this oh does it? Does it? You know, <laughs> like to know that there will be some, you know, some some money in there. So that's. I had a fifty-four hole leader with a two-stroke lead on Saturday. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. About Didn't he Keegan Bradley? His he way Keegan out Bradley to himself. Yeah. Um, so want to give it up to uh, Oven St. Prue here. Had a nice big plus money ticket on him to win by decision. Uh, after we had talked to Brett Okamoto, um, where he was talking about, you know, look, two guys getting up there a little bit in age, maybe this would be a time for, you know, us to get kind of a snoozer. So I went in, did a little bit more research, and then kind of found what you're getting here also is a guy that was in some severe need 
of a win. He had lost, you know, uh, two of his last three and uh, split, you know, it was, I mean, he had lost two coming into that one and had lost three of his last four. And so in desperate need of a win. And that is certainly what we got. A very slow, we'll call it methodical. How about that? We'll call it a methodical win. All right. It was not. It was a boring win. But hey, <laughs> decision victory for a four to one ticket. So that was good. Um, same card here. Carla Sparza. Uh, getting it done, we said, hey, look, if this thing gets up to, to $2, let's jump on it. Well, it did, and it got over $2 before the fight got started. And look, a win is a win is a win. We'll just leave it at that. How about that? Uh, it, this was not just a top five worst title fight that I've ever seen. It is a top five worst fight fight that I've ever seen ever in the history of watching fights. And I have watched a lot of fights thousands and thousands and thousands and it was a top five terrible fight um from an entertainment standpoint but hey we cashed a ticket at the end so that is really all that matters is it, and then, is it true that like carla sparsa did one thing and rose did no thing and it, that's basically how she pr won. pretty much she, yeah. she got she got two take like two like full-on official takedowns there was one that was kind of like borderline where rose kind of popped right back up and then rose just did absolutely nothing the entire fight Jeez. like not one thing, the whole fight. <laughs> worst, most confusing, worst performance I've seen in so, so long. Her corner deserves all the criticism they're getting as well for not saying, hey, uh, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Like, 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 what are you doing? You're going to lose your title because you're not doing anything. And then finally, the main event, uh, Oliver Gaethje took the, uh, took the alt under of a round and a half at some big plus money. Both guys tried to cash this for me. Gaethje dropped Oliveira early. Oliveira comes back and gets the uh, gets the submission win. So both guys tried to win me the uh, the big ticket there. So glad that they were able to uh, to pull that off. So good on both of those guys. And then this one, sorry Kelly, but here's the thing: we talked about this over text. Yeah. It was never it never had a chance to get home. So it it, it I don't feel bad about this. But listen. For all of the things that we complain about here in Nevada, there is one thing. Circa down the road does bet you does let you bet no prices. And Keegan Bradley going into round four, the no was only minus 130. And Keegan, there's a reason he's won one time since 2012, and it is because he is just not a closer. And I was getting minus 130 to bet the no on him. And that was a nice, nice, nice wager. And I was—I I don't feel bad because Kelly had an outright on him, but we said, hey, look, it wasn't like he lost by a stroke. You know, it was a three-stroke loss and all that. So I don't feel all that terrible here that, you know, I had the no. Hey, man, it's your bets. You give fruit baskets yeah. wherever you want, man. <laughs> I, I, I looked I'm not at the same. At all, man. I'm not bitter at I all. looked at the same yes, no price, and I was like, man, <laughs> I was like, I know I should bet this. It's Keegan. But I'm like, he's two strokes up on Homa. Like, the next guy's four strokes off. I'm like, this price is so insulting to Keegan. But I'm like, I'm like, I know I should bet this, but like, I shouldn't bet any golfer with this with a two-stroke lead and then four strokes of the rep clear of the rest of the field. So I, I laid off it. It cost me money and whatever. You live in your life. And whatever, you know, he says. <laughs> I, I mean, all I know is Saturday night, I looked at that price and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna bet this, but I'm going into Sunday being being fully aware. That I have less chance of winning with this guy than almost any any guy that could possibly have a lead right now. I want to give a uh, fruit brass uh, fruit basket, also a fruit basket, to the great Carlos Alcaraz, who, uh, ladies and gentlemen, at this moment in time, 
is the best men's tennis player in the world. Not in the rankings, but right now at this moment in time. Uh, he wins the Madrid Open in his home country of Spain, and uh, he does so in a flourish by beating Rafa Nadal. We had him that day. Then by beating Novak Djokovic in the semis, and then by just absolutely rolling Sasha Zverev in the finals. It doesn't get better than that. Obviously, two weeks, though, before where it really matters, where if the torch will actually be passed in earnest from the greats to Alcaraz, who just turned 19 years of age. Fruit basket for him for all the bets that we've won, all the bets that we have, 11 to 1 on the French, 7 and a half to 1 on the French. He is now in some spots the short shot to win the French, which I don't think he'll be at uh, at the moment that tournament begins. I think Rafa will get the, uh, the 13 slam nod, but just a fruit basket and a half for uh, Carlos Alcaraz, and then a fruit basket for Rich Strike. Richard Strike, ladies and gentlemen, yes. who goes by Rich Strike, just for reminding us, Horse racing is for entertainment purposes only, ladies and gentlemen, not to be considered serious. I wanted also to give one to, yeah. to Rich Strike for the LOLs that he yeah. oh, just, oh, I got so many good laughs out of it. Kelly, I know you said you got good yeah. laughs. I got some good laughs out of it as well. I'm sitting there just firing a thousand bets into this thing, not one including him. And as soon as he crossed the finish line, I was just like, that's funny. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's funny. That's a good. That's Fel a good Felica referenced it this morning. I won't take too much time. He references this morning. His wife takes videos of him betting on horses during the race. <laughs> oh, gosh. And he is a madman. Oh, get up there. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what he's saying. And he said on this one, he just started laughing at the end of the video. <laughs> he was like, what do you do? I was on the floor laughing. It was, it, I mean, it just, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Um, all right, I'm going fruit baskets for me. Golden State Warriors uh, just ended up tying a bunch of money line parlays. A lot of them had to do with UFC into them on Saturday. They cruise on Saturday. Um, you know, Morant stuff happened, but it happened later on. Warriors took complete control of that game after the first quarter. Kind of did exactly what we expected them to do. Gil coming back to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and they looked as dominant as they should. Um, moving over to golf, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick and Ryan Armour are your two golfers pictured, not Keegan Bradley. Um, <laughs> you know, all those tournaments I've had second place finishes in. I got two of them this time around, yeah. Matt. Two T2s. It's for a lot of fun. Did not help for the one and done. We'll check in on that later on. Mm -hmm. Bogey on 18, kind of big, uh, Keegan. Thanks a lot. But, uh, Nice top 20 bet for me on Fitzpatrick. A big plus 240 bet on Ryan Armour to finish top 40. He had a good Sunday round to sneak in there. So fruit baskets to those two gentlemen. Over on the UFC side, we've got uh, Esparza here, Randy Brown, Brandon Royval, uh, all pictured. Yeah, Matt, you talked through the Esparza one. I, you know, bought into the two to one on her. Uh, wish I would have bought in more, but bought mm. into that one. Um, and then, you know, between Lou and Jordan on on you know Thursday and Friday, Randy, Randy Brown, Brandon, Brandon Rival, two guys they were both high on. Uh, Rival kind of tied into a couple parlays, got that one home. Uh, so some nice. It was a nice UFC night for a change, actually. So uh, yeah, fruit baskets all around for a a mix of sports this week. I mean, Alcaraz going through three top five guys to get that done. Not only but a, a fresh Djokovic as well who got the walkover with, with Andy Murray. So, I mean, it is used, it is even more impressive. I used to bet him on, like, dark clay court tournaments in Latin America three years ago. It's amazing. Him and Iga, the future of tennis. We'll come back. John Legaza on Major League Baseball next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. And so the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Had a bunch of fun with this gentleman when he was on Oh, about a month ago. Let's bring him back from uh, the ath- uh, from the Athletic, host of Cork Stats on the Mayo Media Network. Uh, can be found on Twitter at MLB Moving Average. It's John Legaza. How you doing, John? I think the smile on my face probably says it. What's up, guys? Uh, well, let me ask you about your <laughs> let me ask you about your Yankees today. Nestor Cortez seven and a third, uh, no hit. Did you think Aaron Boone was going to pull him before the inning started? I mean, really, nothing really shocks me with Yankee management right now. I'm just really more focused on the winning. And from Cortez in particular, the strikeouts that we've seen, I think it's probably a testament to what timing can do on the mound. He's been really deceptive. And with the lead ball, he's keeping the ball in the yard. Nesta Cortez has really thrived my Yankees. Yeah, Yankees get away with the uh, one to nothing win. 
John, you bring in, it in up. The, in the Little League Park. <laughs> John, you bring it up and actually want to talk to you about that. So how has, if at all, your handicapping changed from what we've seen from this ball here early on? I mean, look, yeah, the weather will eventually get warmer, and so maybe we will we will see the ball fly a little bit further. But by all indications, I mean, the exit velocities that we're seeing, all these barrels that are getting, you know, dropping dead on the warning track, has that changed your, your view, your handicapping of these games? It absolutely has to. And I'll tell you what, I'm enjoying a little bit of it because it's created a bit of an edge. Whenever we have uncertainty, in particular with the digestion and understanding, and then subsequent application of expected and advanced stats, you know, we're getting pretty heavy in the weeds with some pretty complicated math. I'm glad when there's a little bit of confusion because it's really worked to my advantage. We already saw this already once before because it's not so much the ball, it's the humidor's effect on the ball. Now, if you want, we could do 30 seconds on it real quick. Maybe people help understand it a bit more. What's going on is there's more than one change. So the inside of the ball is making it springier, right? So we've had an increased exit velocity at the point of contact. However, like you mentioned so astutely, we haven't gotten the subsequent production because the raise in the seams has created impedance, resistance. I've even had someone equate it to, think of a hundred little parachutes. It's oversimplified, but it makes a lot of sense. The longer the ball's in the air, the more time those parachutes have to affect the ball in flight. So players like Jorge Soler, Joey Gallo, big high fly ball hitters, Mm-mm-mm, not working. However, line drive guys, Giancarlo Stanton, even Tommy Edmond, Christian Yelich, they're not doing so badly, are they? So there's part of the understanding. We want lower line drive home runs, not these big towering fly balls. I've adjusted my model down. The books have over adjusted. And now we're making money going over because they're posting F5 3.5s for pitchers with four and a half ERAs. The math just doesn't add up. That I couldn't agree more with uh, with all of that. That it and the thing is, we don't know when the ball will change. But the way that the numbers have gone betting wise, there's almost like this brain dead auto over on on lots of things. You just added a bet here that's about to start in about 20 minutes on the White Sox. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love the White Sox. And again, I was really into Zach Plesak a couple years ago. He showed us a lot from the surface, but we're looking for those steps forward. Cleveland generally has been very good in regards to developing pitching, but please, it's been a mess this year, down more than two miles an hour across the arsenal, four and a half ERA, a 1-4 whip, and all that's on a 2.87 BABIP. He has a nearly six deserved ERA. We've seen the chases and the swinging strike rate plummet. Now, I know the White Sox struggles against righties has been pretty well documented, but remember, baseball is a game of ebbs and flows, and we've seen a few of the really good hitters kind of wake up at once, and I think that rising tide is going to lift all shit. Really, in the past, like, let's say 10 to 14 days, we're talking maybe 40 at-bats, Luis Robert, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu have all turned it around and are posting, like, plus 860 OPSs against righties. If you're looking for the White Sox to turn it around, that's probably a good place to do it. And on the flip side, you got Michael Kopech. He looks fantastic. One of the better fastballs in all of the major leagues. Now, granted, distance may be an issue, so I like the F5 play with the run line, but that White Sox bullpen is so good. If you want the run line on the full line, I got you there, too. As long as you're getting plus money on it, I think the price really should dictate that final decision. John, we got a first pitch coming at 940 Eastern with the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. Right now, we are looking at the Marlins as slight, slight, slight favorites here. A total of eight and a half. You have several plays on this one. Yeah, man. 
I'm starting this one off again. Eliezer Hernandez was a pitcher I really liked a few years ago. Man, maybe I've got the horns going. I hope not. I really liked him, but right now, it's a mess. That fastball location... It's really going to land him on that midnight bus to Tuscaloosa if he doesn't ship up. Here, something I do on my show is just a little bit of bad math, gentlemen. Check it out. 52% fly balls plus 11.5% barrels equals 2.5 home runs per nine. And that's how you punch that ticket to that bus, man. Left-handers in particular, 985 OPS on the year, five home runs to date, at least three earned runs in four of five. I'm all over the Arizona scoring. I can't believe the books got Posted at three and a half. Again, this overcorrection. Yes, it's a deader ball, but we've seen scoring in particular against bad pitching, especially those that throw hard. Pitchers, right? Fast in, fast out. There's a little bit of caveman analysis for everybody. Give me all the Arizona Diamondbacks, and in particular, I'm really liking David Peralta. Now, granted, again, back to the home runs. These are going to be a center of a lot of the analysis. I love home run props. If the price is right. So David Peralta, the price is right at plus 500. But I've been digging these total base plays, right? The home run that doesn't quite fall lands in the gap. And you get the one and a half bases. You're getting plus money basically across the board. I think Peralta was at plus 135. 52% fly ball rate on the year against righties. A 470 slug with five home runs year to date. Last 40 played appearances. 900 OPS. A 313 ISO. People, that is your isolated slugging. That is a percentage of extra base hits. Here's some more simple math. If he's getting an extra base hit 31% of the time, we really shouldn't need four bats. So give me four bats and the two bases with Peralta and the Diamondbacks to cash with some scoring today. Diamondbacks best last place team in baseball right now. 15 and yes. 14 at the bottom of the NL West, which the Dodgers are just casually going about their business and crushing uh, at this yeah. point. <laughs> uh, you, you also have, and, and I get it, you have a, a three-team parlay, two two legs of which have already started, yeah. two legs of which already are starting to look good, by the way. You have one-run leads on both the Brewers' first five and on the Athletics' first five on the money line. Uh, one remains, and so just so as long as people understand that you have it in the context of a parlay, but you do like the first five on the Padres. It's Kyle Hendricks and Mackenzie Gore going later. Yeah, but I think we can get something actionable again. I love this, man. You and I, we're all so simpatico because I really feel like we care about people winning. The reason that the F5 money line is in the parlay, there was no reason to be greedy. And I don't really like to pay that kind of juice on a standalone play. But since we've missed the first two legs, and hopefully they do get to the, you know, the green here, let's move to the San Diego run line F5. I love that one run cover. It really doesn't feel greedy at all. You're getting a lot of value right now. Kyle Hendricks, again, Projection systems are struggling to catch up to this guy. He had a one good start out of the box. If you show me an arsenal that tops out at 87 and then show me a slugging percentage of 483 on every single pitch in your arsenal, I'm just not going to be surprised that lefties again are posting that 900 OPS. On the other side, Mackenzie Gore pumping 95, and that slider is electric. I love I don't, I hate that. It's kind of overused, but I right, post hype. I love players that we thought would be great. Maybe, you know, had to cut their teeth the hard way. And now he's back. He looks driven and hungry playing for a good team. The one thing I would add is this, the Padres bullpen has been giving us fits. Definitely play this one for five. I know some people like the nine. They feel a little gypped, especially sometimes the score can swing. I get it, but play this one for five. Cause when you lose late, uh, it's not a good feeling. 
John, we only got about 45 seconds here, but looking at the that American League Central, you talked about how the White Sox, look, some of their hitters have been performing below average, not because of, you know, just bad luck, really, more than anything else. You see their advanced stats, and it says that, that things should certainly regress towards the positive for them. They're only minus 115 to win the AL Central right now. Do you think the Twins or Guardians actually have what it takes, or is this a buy at 115? Uh, can, can I say both? It is the cheapest that price will be, but I really can't have somebody quote tweeting me with clips of where I've said, I just can't lock up a 115 bet for six months. I really have a hard time doing that with futures, but I do think that the White Sox are going to win the division. John, you're awesome. Appreciate it very much, man. Thank uh, you. We will talk soon, I hope. Oh, anytime, man. Thanks. John Legaza, everybody, who uh, was, again, writer for The Athletic, host of Cork Stats on the uh, Mayo Media Network. You can find him on Twitter at MLB Moving. AVG, as in MLB uh, moving average. Bucks out to a 10-point lead on the Celtics. It's a rough start there. 315 left in the uh, first quarter. 21-11 Milwaukee out of the gates fast. Yeah, they are. They they are five of the Celtics. Five of 15 from the floor with four turnovers already here. Ooh. Matt, can I get your breaking news sounder? <laughs> from Ian Rappaport, former Patriots running back Sonny Michelle is signing with the Miami Dolphins. Oh, how about that? Coming back, we'll update everything on VEASAN's primetime action. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 